following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer on a Tuesday broadcast. In a moment, David Gregory, he's a lawyer, certified NFL PA player agent, part of Bull Rush Sports, a West Michigan-based sports representation group. They target coaches and players all across Michigan. He's been our legal and agent insider when it comes to this Mel Tucker situation. So the date is here on the seven days when they're going to terminate his contract. We're nearing the end of the day. I just checked before we went back live. Nothing new has happened. We'll go through Mel Tucker's attorney's rebuff. Back at MSU's letter of intent to fire Tucker. There's a lot of stuff out there about mental health and flimsy was a word used in that letter and then the question is where does Michigan State go off the field from here on the field you still got the transfer portal a large number of possible red shirts and what coach is going to want to walk into this when you don't have a sitting president just an interim president you got an AD under fire for not suspending Tucker earlier. How do you dig out of this? As I mentioned yesterday, this isn't the NCAA death penalty, but this is almost a self-imposed five-year window. And by the way, the Pac-12 is coming. I saw CBSSports.com, number one conference in college football in America right now, the Pac-12. And we're getting their four best teams. You can make an argument with Utah, but... Four top teams, USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington. Whoever decided not to get a TV deal done with the Pac-12, that commissioner, whatever group of presidents or ADs, whoever was in boardrooms with the Pac-12 that basically just sealed their own demise. And you look at... You look at the teams right now, tell me this wouldn't be a bargaining play for a big TV deal. And the Big Ten's going to get them. And you're Michigan State, and I know everybody has the article on the wish list, and all these coaches are going to line up because they want to come to Michigan State. Nobody lined up last time. They had to settle on a coach who wasn't even 500 at Colorado. 
and Mel Tucker. And here we are. David Gregory, like I said, a lawyer, also a certified NFL PA agent, part of Bull Rush Sports Management, a West Michigan based representation firm. So, off of what you and we talked about with the letter of intent to fire a week ago, today is a day when, unless there's a a deal or a sudden turn of events, Mel Tucker today is officially done, or do they have to exercise any paperwork? Is there a formal termination letter? How will that work here at the end for Tucker? Well, Alan Haller's letter of a week ago said the termination will take effect on September 26th today, unless Mel Tucker presents sufficient reason or that he should not be fired. So presumably by the close of business today, it's probably already taken effect. Uh, it's possible that they could reach some kind of financial settlement between Tucker and the university. It's possible. Uh, I think it's unlikely to come together this quickly. Uh, my guess is because they wrote a <clears throat> notice that was very public uh, of termination, then Tucker's lawyers responded and Tucker responded personally that they're now uh, preparing their rebuttal uh, to be issued because everything's gone public in this dispute so far. Well, everything's rebuttals. It's this letter. Yes. It's Tracy's uh, letter that are through attorneys and then Tucker's and then back and forth. And then it's Haller's letter of intent to fire. And then, you know, Tucker's attorneys claim Michigan State, quote, falls far short of the mark and in intent to fire the football coach. You're a lawyer. You're also an agent. You can kind of play, hypothetically speaking, both sides of this in reading the letter from Mel Tucker's attorney sent back to Michigan State within that seven-day period, did you find that MSU falls far short of the mark in its intent to fire their football coach? Let me put it this way. I'd rather be, I'd rather be Michigan State than Mel Tucker in this On the legal case. side. On the legal side, I would rather be Michigan State. Uh, just given the moral turpitude clause and the public embarrassment, ridicule, and content clauses of his contract and that he did admit to certain behaviors that at least very arguably meet those standards under the contract. Uh, I think they have very solid grounds to do what they're doing. I think he has less solid grounds. I mean, it was a pretty good letter from Tucker's attorneys, but I mean, they're only doing what they can do. They don't have a great case. Uh, they're kind of making almost more of a PR case, I think, to some extent than a legal case. I was also wondering, after reading Tucker's attorney's response in the letter, the original letter of intent to fire Tucker from Michigan State Athletic Director Alan Haller, maybe there won't even be an announcement. He already said uh, that, you know, by the 26th that Tucker will be removed, that they'll just move on and it will be uh, a search for a new coach. Do they publicly have to say he's been terminated? In terms of ending his contract, if they gave him the notice of letter of intent to fire, do they have to then follow up with a public, you've been fired? Or privately deliver it certified mail? However they do it on the legal side. As a practical matter, I don't think they... As a legal matter, I don't know that they have to, given the terms of the letters and the contract. As a practical matter, I'm sure they will make some kind of announcement. Yes, we gave him through the 26. Yes, we carefully considered his response. Here is our rebuttal. We believe he has not shown cause why he shouldn't be fired. Determination has taken effect. I'm guessing either at the close of business today or sometime tomorrow, they'll 
make a formal public announcement. Because the 25-page rebuttal to Alan Haller's letter of intent to fire from his attorneys, uh, he feels he shouldn't be fired for cause. They now have to spend the day with their lawyers reviewing what was said, how does it match up with what they have, and make sure they got everything uh, on the same path before they announce the formal firing. Agreed. I mean, they said, you have seven days to show cause why this shouldn't take effect. He put forth his arguments. They are going to have to rebut those. And that's going to take a little while. And they didn't, the letter was dated the 25th just yesterday. So I think they're probably spending the day rebutting it and huddling with the lawyers. And basically, if he is indeed fired for cause, Michigan State doesn't have to pay the $79 million remaining on one of the dumbest contracts in sports history. That's correct. If he's hired for cause, they have no obligations to him, but that will be the subject of a lawsuit that I'm sure is being prepared as we speak. And and where you've been really good, and David Gregory, he's an attorney, also an NFL PA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. Uh, They're a management firm based uh, in West Michigan. David played at NMU. If you're on the other side, so you just said, okay, if I'm looking at these letters, I, I favor the side of Michigan State from a legal perspective. Does Mel Tucker have a case from everything you've read that's been out there uh, since that USA Today story broke? Does he have a case for a lawsuit, whether it's discrimination, whether uh, he claims the family leave act or whatever, medical leave act? Uh, there's a lot... He's brought up race into this. And again, I'm just going through some of these responses to everything. Does Mel Tucker have a case to sue or enough for a case to sue Michigan State, which may not force them, but have state say, hey, we're going to we're not going to pay the 79 million. But here's 15 million. We're done. Well, he won't get laughed out of court. I mean, that's for sure, because the gist of his response is this isn't covered by the contract or by the the domestic and relationship violence his, policy. His private stuff with, he, with Tracy. He said, right? this is private. It was off the clock. It was consensual. And if you're going to go looking into every employee's private lives, you're going to find stuff, I guess, if that's what you want to do. And hey, the investigator did deem in the report that there was some level of personal relationship going on between the two, at least by phone. But she was a vendor, like you mentioned in your first appearance in studio. But what he's, his rebuttal to that is, okay, she was a vendor once. Uh, she never really came back again. And this relationship uh, took place over time after this one-time event where she spoke to the team. It's not a terrible argument, and he's got a colorable claim, as we like to say, legally. And I think MSU would probably be best served to ultimately try to reach a settlement. Right. And in and, and terms of a settlement and a deal, they they could be doing that right now, hypothetically, right, where both sides got their rebuttal. They both know they're much deeper in it than you and I discussing it here on the huge show across Michigan. And they may and his attorneys may tell Mel, look, take this and let's just be done with it. You'll be able to resign instead of be fired. Right. There could be some you know formal announcement and you move on. The state needs this to end. This can't. What are we in? Is this week three now? I think week three of it. You can't keep this going. And the hearing, at least, isn't scheduled until October. But even if Tucker would 
settle with Michigan State, you still have the Tracy side of this in that scheduled hearing. That complicates things. I, it seems hard to believe a deal could come together between Michigan State and Mel Tucker this quickly, but it is not out of the realm of possibility. The complicating factor being Brenda Tracy has this complaint against Mel Tucker. The Title IX complaint, right? Yeah. That is related but somewhat separate. It has its own time span uh, and and process, and she's not going to settle or I, if she was going to settle, she would have done it by now. She said, I'm not going to sell out survivors. I would be not true to the cause if I did that. So I think that complicates getting a nice little package that makes this whole thing go away. If this was just about Tucker and the university at odds, they'd already have a deal done and they would have moved on. It would be a lot easier. Yeah. And then Tracy, not only with the Title IX complaint, but now with what she's alleged in the Jones Day law firm investigation that if her name was leaked by somebody from Michigan State, they're gonna that's going to be a huge hit in court. Or a settlement? Well, I think uh, you, it's certainly from a PR perspective, it looks bad. And I don't know what any kind of teeth there are in the privacy provisions of Title IX. It really looks bad. I don't know if there's any legal recourse. But, you know, Mel Tucker in his letter did a decent job of saying, hey, I complained about leaks back in August. I said you need to do something about information getting out to reporters. You did nothing. And then when Brenda Tracy said you leaked, you decided to hire a law firm to investigate. And I thought that that was one of the best points he made in his letter. And one note, when I also read that, that if he knew about leaks and other people did at MSU, how'd they let him keep coaching? That to me is the, I'm not going to say it's a $100 million question because he's only owed $79 million, but that's a $79 million question. That if there were leaks, even if there were, against Title IX or privacy provisions, David, and you're a lawyer, you're Alan Haller and you never erred on the side of caution. Well, look, they didn't. And at the very minimum, somebody should have said, this is not going to stay private. The media is going to get a hold of this on their time frame, not ours, no matter, no matter what we do, even if we follow everything. People talk. A lot of people were talked to during the investigation. It's human nature when you're talking about people this prominent. They should have had a plan for this coming, going public before they wanted it to. And one of those pieces could have been, we should suspend them now. And we should lead with the story and frame it ourselves instead of responding. And the way they could have framed it, and that framing means not being false in any way. You're, you're, you're portraying it to the media. That if you're Mel Tucker and you would have moved first on this story and you would have said that Brenda Tracy and you had a relationship, it was private, she's claiming this, he had the right through Title IX, either party can, right, with the First Amendment, where he could have released it, state would then would have said, we're going to suspend Mel until we get through the hearing. If he's exonerated, uh, he could be back depending on what's found. Now, through what was released, that's where they have the public ridicule, the firing with cause. So Mel Tucker, when I hear, was worried about leaks, it sounded like he really feared this story getting out before the football season began. I think that's exactly right. And another point he made in his letter, which was, look, the public ridicule and contempt came from Brenda Tracy leaking this or going to the press and by Michigan State not doing a good job of containing this. That's why there's all this public contempt. 
if Jones Day, which the law firm was hired by MSU, David, if they find that someone at Michigan State did leak it, that that strengthens the lawsuit side of things, I would think, for Mel Tucker. Because he, he never went public with it, right? Right. I think that would probably weigh in his favor in a civil lawsuit over whether he's owed, he should be owed some part of that contract. So if, if Bull Rush... Sports, if, if a board of trustee right. who didn't right. knowingly didn't like his contract and wanted to get out of it, and that was their motivation, and there was an email or some call notes right. somewhere, which I hope there isn't, there shouldn't be, but if there was, then the, that, would, that would bolster Mel Tucker's case. Why, but also on the flip side, that's why he didn't come out when the leaks were there, because that information, he's probably talking to his you know, agent... Uh, slash lawyer, like yourself, saying, we can't do this. They could fire you with what would get out there, at least what they had right. from that report. So, you know, if, if you're, if, if Bull Rush Sports, you as a lawyer, as a certified NFL PA agent, if they had you in-house and said, David, we want you to guide us here out of this right now, what would you recommend to Michigan State? That would be the best course of transparent action that you think could move this thing, not completely off the media radar, but start moving it forward where it drifts back? I think you have to try to make some kind of deal with Mel Tucker as soon as you can, within reason. And I, I think you maybe, you maybe try to do something with Brenda Tracy, but that's unlikely to bear fruit. She's probably going to want that hearing to go forward. Yeah, and she never settled with Mel Tucker when reportedly he was offering uh, early February, March of 2023. Correct. Um, so I, I think they should just release everything they have that they can. Any, anything You're that about they paperwork, emails. Yeah, yes, anything, anything that they. If there's some reason they can't do it, then they should explain exactly why they can't release certain things. But they ought to just do a document dump. They ought to have a press conference where they answer any and every question until everybody's done. Uh, and I think that's it. Then let the hearing take its course. If they can't get anybody to settle that, attempt to settle with Mel Tucker. Uh, if you can't do that, then he's going to sue you. But I would err on the side of disclosure. And the one thing about Tracy, that getting a deal done with her isn't as easy as you said earlier that she's not going to settle because then she doesn't look like uh, the rock for survivors, right? Yeah, I think she would, number one, I don't think she genuinely believes that she should settle. But yes, if she did, she would certainly lose some credibility with her message that, you know, we need to set the expectation. We're not going to be bought off. We have to get this out in the public eye, not sweep it under the rug. And that's why the fear at Michigan State would be Brenda Tracy filing a civil suit against Michigan State and having that thing ending up in court again. And for, for an ongoing thing where they're not going to settle and, and ask a jury. But again, when you read what's going on with Tracy, a lot of people feel that it was a personal relationship and even the private FaceTime and other things, they're like they're two consenting adults, Right. There was some level of relationship there, and that, even, that's what I'm, I'm yeah. saying. I've heard it from everybody. They all, you know, everyone's talking about this everywhere you go in the state of Michigan. My friends from out of state, everybody is talking about this. Yeah, it's not a good look. <laughs> that's for sure. No, no, and, and everyone has an opinion because really, I, I, I say this: when 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 we break down Tracy, 
Mel Tucker, 37 minutes on the phone, all this conversation. I, I get it. I'm not taking sides. But what I believe Michigan State has and why they've held their ground on this and why they sent out that letter of intent to fire, that there has to be more here connected to Mel Tucker while the head coach at Michigan State. There has to be more. There, there has to be other things they have. Proof, because you need proof in the legal world, which a lot of people would be shocked by, that there has to be more to this story. Not, not Tracy, but more to the Mel Tucker tenure at MSU. It's possible, and there's speculation about that, but you know, there's nothing verified. And Well, right now, nothing's verified because it's he said, she said between Tracy and Tucker yeah, on, but, on that story. But right? I mean about any other rumors that are out there. But, you know, what he did, I think MSU is in fairly solid ground here that within the four corners of the contract that that behavior was arguably very unprofessional, uh, arguably moral turpitude, and very clearly bought ridicule, contempt, and embarrassment to the university. And those are the triggers for a four-cause termination. And that's from his contract. Yeah, and that's not a moral judgment. I, I, I just think that they were within their rights to fire him for what he admitted to. And that's, why, and that's what was in the letter of intent. And, yes. they, and they cited examples, right? Yes. And he came back and he calls it flimsy or it's you know not the right thing to do, but he didn't provide any evidence to say this is, this is why MSU was wrong. Well, look, here's what it boils down to. Was he acting in some level in his official capacity and using his influence as someone who had control over this contractor about whether she ever you know, fulfilled her contract or made another appearance at Michigan State? Was he acting in an official capacity over somebody he had authority? Or was it purely private, off the clock, nothing to do with Michigan State? That's the dividing line. Is that the legal argument? Well, I think when you boil this all down... What do you believe? Purely private, consensual behavior, off the clock, or did he have authority over her, an undue influence, so it was official behavior? And that's what the hearing is in October because of the he said, she said. No evidence presented. It will be really judging the credibility of both parties in that, in that Title IX hearing. Am I correct? I agree. Credibility is going to turn on this. But you know, the funny thing is, neither one of them deny that this incident on the phone happened and that the basic facts are not in dispute, but she's saying it was unwanted and he was saying it was consensual. So yes, from that perspective, there's a credibility question. And even with Tracy releasing that to the USA Today reporter, it's still public ridicule. It's still moral turpitude. It's still under those lines of just cause for firing. That's what you're saying, right? Even even because she released it. It wasn't Mel Tucker. It, it wasn't done at Spartan Stadium or on the sidelines at a football game. She released it, but it still checked all those boxes for cause for MSU to fire Tucker. It's behavior that he admitted to in the official investigation, period. And I think it qualifies for termination under the four corners of the contract, period. As a lawyer, going, going back to when the investigator, Title IX investigators talk, hindsight is something we do on the show connected to sports daily, and we do it in our lives. When Mel Tucker was being interviewed, knowing there would be a hearing later, 
at that time, should he have just said, I'm taking the fifth, I'm not talking? Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. But, but as a, I'm just asking you right now in the hindsight. Would a, if he never would have said anything, and she would have claimed this, and Mel Tucker never admitted to it, would there still be the grounds for the just cause? If, if the woman claimed it, but Mel Tucker never corroborated it and admitted to it. Well, look... I don't think that would have been a good course of action. It wasn't criminal. And, uh, it wasn't a criminal nature. He wanted so, to be transparent and be upfront, right? He, and he had no Fifth Amendment rights there. But he didn't have to cooperate. Uh, but if he didn't cooperate and didn't admit to anything or, or stonewalled completely, I think a report would have come out that only told her side of the story, and it would have been he'd been in the same place. He, he at What's least, he hiding? Right? It would have been the flip side. Why? Why? Why did he take the Fifth or just say no comment? Well, they'd, they'd almost have to take her version, unless they thought she was completely non-credible and a lunatic, you'd have an investigative report that just has her version of events. So what, I guess it would be him admitting to it what she said, because, and we discussed this, but I don't know if, if you answer this exact question. And David Gregory, by the way, is a lawyer, NFLPA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. Uh, that management firm is based uh, here on the west side of the state. They target Michigan players and coaches. So for that hearing to be, and you brought this up before, for that hearing to be scheduled, there had to be what again? There had to be a subject matter covered by Title IX and or credibility was a major issue in whether or not a violation occurred. So credibility, whether or not you believe he said, she said, right? Correct. Was it wanted or unwanted? Was it consensual or non-consensual. And the first part of it was if there was... If it was a subject matter covered by Title IX. Which it is, right? Yes. yes. Some, MSU has said at times, this is actually not Title IX. It's only their relationship and domestic violence policy. little unclear on that. But doesn't really matter in a sense because Title IX and the RSVM policy is dealt with the exact same way at Michigan State. And Michigan State really is, they're looking at how he violated his contract, not that he was convicted of violating a Title IX law. Right. right? Their, their termination clearly said, this is about the contract, this is about behavior you admitted to, and we don't need to wait for the hearing. Because there's a different standard of proof and a violation, if you will, in the Title IX process than there is in his contract. Now, I think Mel Tucker and his representation has made the best argument that they possibly can, which is this was off the clock. This was relationship. This was private and consensual. This had nothing to do with my duties as a Michigan State employee. Is there anything outside of not getting involved with Ms. Tracy? Is there anything Mel Tucker could have done from a legal standpoint that wouldn't have him in this situation of being canned? I can't think of anything legally that he did wrong here. I think it's the behavior itself was inherently risky and ill-advised. Well put, David Gregory. Uh, he is a lawyer, sports agent, Bull Rush, NFL PA certified sports agent, Bull Rush Sports, based in West Michigan. They target uh, state of Michigan players and coaches in studio. Uh, we should get that news tonight or first thing in the morning that Mel Tucker has been let go as a Michigan State football coach, unless there's a change in direction in the story. And again, 
with this, nothing would surprise me. Uh, David, stick around for one final segment. Uh, if you want to join in, your thoughts and comments, easiest way, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Join Vidandal Institute Purple Community for the Be Brave 5K Walk and Run in Caledonia on October 7th at 8 a.m. Be Brave goes beyond fundraising events. It's a community of passionate individuals supporting breast cancer awareness and honoring survivors. You can join everybody for a day filled with fun and exercise, all while making a difference in the fight against breast cancer through supporting research at Vidandal Institute. Register at VAI.org to join this empowering event. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. You can watch the Lions 
and the Packers Thursday night inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub, Michigan's live sports betting destination. Lions get that win, and they went on the road on two Thursdays at Kansas City, at Green Bay. I'm printing playoff tickets. As long as they don't have to go through San Francisco. Maybe Philly. Hey, how about Kelsey and Swift? And I'm not talking about Taylor Swift. I'm talking about (laughs) the ex-Lions Swift and Travis Kelsey's brother. Wow. DeAndre, look at him tearing it up. I'm not going to go down that path that the Lions didn't use him the right way with that great offensive line. I'm not going there. I'm in a good place right now with the Lions win. And they got Jameer Gibbs. I'll say this. If they would have kept Swift, they never would have drafted Jameer. And he's a completely different player. His speed. And, and think about this. When they get... Jamison Williams back, and they can stretch the field. You want to see what Miami's doing? There's only one other receiver in the game that can do what Tyreek Hill is doing. Not as well, but the potential to do it. And they're going to send J-Mo deep and underneath Laporta and Gibbs out of the backfield. When Jamison is back in the lineup, and if he's healthy, they will increase their scoring by at least 10 a game. NFL to say 14-21, you're asking too much. But I'm telling you, when he's running deep and it's underneath, and you got to run two dudes with him, you got to get a safety behind him. And how about the Chicago Bears? I want to salute them. Pro Football Talks, week four, going into week four power poll. The Bears are the worst team, number 32, even below the Broncos who gave up 70. Wow. David Gregory is an NFL certified. NFL PA, sports agent, lawyer, Bull Rush Sports Management, in studio talking about the Mel Tucker situation legally, uh, where he goes now in the future, when when does it end? Uh, I want to get your thoughts on the Lions in a moment, but first, when, when do you think all of the legal stuff connected to this Mel Tucker story will be over and people won't read about it on Twitter, Facebook, hear it on the radio, or see it on TV? How much longer? Second quarter of 2024. Wow. I think personally, and again, you played football at Northern Michigan. The one thing that a lot of people aren't looking at, and we'll see how many red shirts, how many transfer portal players go when the termination is announced. Switching systems again that quickly. This is almost a self-imposed five-year death penalty, I think. It's tough, and you alluded to it earlier. Graham Couch did as well. I I mean, it it is actually a very attractive job. MSU is top 20 in attendance, top 20 in revenue, and they're in the Big Ten. So why didn't they lure a a coach the last time it had to set on Tucker? Was it too close to signing that? I think the timing was just absolutely terrible. But let me say this. The leadership problems at Michigan State, the culture problems at Michigan State, the the constant self-inflicted, you know, gunshot wounds, you know, that's why Luke Fickle didn't come. His wife didn't want to come here because everything seems, you know, a little secular, a, a little shaky uh, at MSU. There's, right. there's always turmoil. So they don't have a president. They're not, they're probably not going to have a president during the time frame in which they're going to hire a new coach. 
And so who's going to hire the coach of Alan Haller is getting heat for not making the right moves with Tucker, and you got an interim president in Woodruff. You, you're going to put it in the hands of that board of trustees? And a new president's... You, you, you got to really seriously consider whether a new president might clean house with the athletic director. So a good Do you hire the president first and then the football coach? That would be ideal, but I don't know if that's doable. Uh, just given the overlapping Unless there's time frames. a president out there that feels, you know what, I can be that guy or woman who can do that. Yeah, I, I, but I think it sounds like the presidential search and potential hiring is a little behind the coach. And then a new president, I mean, you, there's going to be serious consideration to well, the, get if, rid of Alan Haller. If you're predicting the legal side of this isn't until first quarter of 2024, they can't wait on a coach that long. No. Right? No, they can't wait on a coach. I mean, but there's going to be a lawsuit between Tucker and the university. They'll be in, in a, the appeal process Who knows for about that a lawsuit hearing. with Tracy, right? Uh, yeah, maybe a lawsuit by, you know, uh, Brenda Tracy. I, I don't think it's going to get wrapped up anytime soon in a in neat bow. But again, the real problem is they don't have a president. They have a meddlesome board of trustees. You have an athletic director whose future is uncertain. So people who might otherwise consider the job probably won't. And you have a transfer portal 30-day period. You have the transfer uh, portal at the end of the season. You have, as I think Jim Comperoni said, 10 to 11 possible red shirts still out there. Wow, crazy. All right, before I let you go, prediction, your Packers taking on the Lions. You went to Northern Michigan. You grew up Sutton's Bay. You used to swim across the Grand Traverse Bay to school. Didn't have buses back then. No indoor plumbing. Just you were in a big fishing community. It's kind of like a northeastern story, but it's in northern Michigan. Uh, what happens Thursday night at Lambeau? Packers last second field goal. Great game. It'll you know be a what? great game. I expected him to pick the Packers. I did. And I'm starting to get really irritated with people. Not not in Houghton, Hancock, or Calumet, where the huge show is heard on AM 920 and 107.3. But maybe if I go, I'll block out that. That's like the huge free zone. But the rest of... The bandwagon UP fans are bothering me right now. Hey, look, if the game was in Ford Field, I would go with the Lions. You sure you don't want to jump back into politics? <laughs> no, I don't want anything to do with it. Okay, thank you. David Gregory, lawyer, certified NFL PA sports agent, Bull Rush Sports. Follow them on Twitter. Also, he targets Michigan athletes and Michigan coaches. If you want to find out more, maybe you're chasing a dream or you're a father, mother, a family looking for someone uh, you can trust as an agent and a representation of what you want as a family and as an individual for your kid moving forward. Uh, just Google Bull Rush Sports or on Twitter search Bull Rush Sports. Everything huge 24-7 at net. What are you looking for in a career? What are you looking for in your pursuit of happiness and satisfaction? Let's answer those questions by answering this one. What are you? If you're selfless, courageous, dedicated, disciplined, and humble, your happiness and satisfaction may be in a new career in law enforcement. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org today or simply walk into your local police department and start the conversation. You may find the answer to all of your questions. 
Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, and Roots legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. Tracy, over to you for weather. Oh, the sun must be shining, Dave, because the 7 for 7 sale is back at Meyer. Mix or match hundreds of items like Meyer frozen vegetables, Campbell's condensed soup, and Body Armor sports drink. Pick any 7 for just $7. There's a strong chance of saving with the same quality Meyer deals in-store or online. Back to you, Dave. Sounds great, Tracy. Deals so good. You've just got to talk about them. Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. David Gregory, the lawyer, sports agent from Bull Rush Sports based in West Michigan. They target and represent Michigan athletes, Michigan coaches, NIL deals. How good is he when it comes to breaking down the legal side? He's a lawyer. His three in-studio appearances have been some of the best work I've ever had from any attorney in studio since I began this journey 32 years ago. Oh, Superfly, you know what we forgot to? Completely let it go. Didn't even because it was on a weekend. My 22nd anniversary on in Michigan. When was the 23rd? Was that Friday? Or was it Saturday? It was Saturday. So we didn't even celebrate 22 years with the huge show across Michigan. It was on a Saturday. Oh, I was celebrating. I was at Tullymore. Thank you, Matt Golden. I was there with 
Mark Rasmussen. Mike Freddy Couples. And Rick. Sprain your neck watching him pitch more. 22 years. I didn't mention on Facebook. That has nothing to do with an 80-degree day and enjoying St. Eyes and Tullymore. A ton of Budweiser's and a lot of McUltra. 22 years. The huge show across Michigan. Thank you to our longtime marketing partners. Uh, Superfly, you've been with me now, what is it, five? Five years. Man, that was a quick five years. It wasn't. You've done an incredible job. I know I might not have felt that way at 255, but I do right now. You do good work. You're a good kid. Now, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcast are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.